Hey everyone, welcome to the From Survivor to Thriver podcast brought to you by Floricious. I'm your host, Sarah Jane, single mum, psychology student and domestic abuse survivor. You know, despite the abuse being the probably the most horrific time in my life, it was also one of the most pivotal moments because it helped me to identify my passion for helping others to overcome their past, to flourish into their fabulous, to go from survivor to thriver. All it takes is a decision that you are no longer going to let anyone or anything hold you back. And my friends, that includes ourselves, because let's be honest, we are our own biggest critics. Am I right? So let's get unstuck, get happy and get right into this podcast. I know it's been a while since I last recorded an episode. There is a good reason. One of the reasons I'll explore later on in this podcast, and it is that I find that I do go off on a tangent quite a lot. I end up waffling. And my message sometimes gets lost in the delivery. And this was a bit of a problem for me. So I I explain more about that later on in the podcast. But also, one of the reasons I started the podcast so abruptly is that sometimes I get lost in the planning and so I just thought let's just jump into it but what I found for myself was that I was kind of chasing my tail I was going round and round had nothing planned didn't know what I was going to do and it just didn't feel right for me so I I just decided to take a break from it and really get to planning it's taken a while but I'm a lot more happier with where things are now and I've just completely restarted everything you know this podcast my website my blog my social media so I thought you know given that I have restarted everything I figured now would be a great time to share 10 tips for you know confidently starting from scratch and starting new now I know that rebranding isn't exactly you know the fear making stuff that I'm going to be talking about in this podcast but you know I feel like I do have quite a bit of experience when it comes to starting afresh so making the decision for example to go back into education and start my career from scratch was certainly not an easy one especially since I had started my career as an accountant I hadn't started it until I was in my late 20s so I feared ridicule and judgment and worried that I I had left it too late in my life to figure out what my passion was. I was concerned about money, knowing that starting from square one would mean an inevitable pay cut. But whilst I did enjoy my career as an accountant, I didn't feel fulfilled by it. So when my path was finally revealed to me, I just knew I had to take it. So here are my tips for confidently starting something from you and or reinventing your life because I do definitely think that's something I did (laughs) Um, okay so tip number one is write it down and break it down so oftentimes we think of a goal in life and become so overwhelmed by it because it just seems so huge um, and we quit before we even begin so I I have been guilty of this in the past and if I if if it didn't involve massive action then I didn't believe it was worth doing but as a busy mum 
I will fail to recognise that I have so many other hats to wear throughout the day that I was making it impossible for myself to attain my goals and would fail at the first hurdle. So for many, the key to sustainable change is small, manageable steps, and it doesn't matter how small they are. Last year, I had made another attempt at losing weight and had about £104 to lose, but I would get so disheartened if I only lost like a pound or two pounds in a week, and so I eventually gave up. But here's the thing, in one year, that one pound a week equals £52. So right now, I could have been sitting here more than halfway to my goal weight, but instead, I'm back to where I began. You know, it's a sobering thought and a valuable lesson <laughs> that I hope to take on board moving forward. So, break it down into small chunks and concentrate on only one step at a time. It's so much easier to wrap your head around and no matter what, you'll have made a start and be further along than you were yesterday. So tip number two, it all starts with courage, not confidence. Many of us have the misconception that confidence is something that we either have or we don't have. I know I did. Um, I used to believe that. But even those with a healthy self-esteem can lack confidence when it comes to starting something new. The key to getting started isn't confidence, it's courage. It's about facing your fears head on and plowing through regardless. So once you have your list of tasks, just get started. You know, don't wait until you feel ready because you never will. Trust that your confidence will come with time and practice. Tip number three, celebrate each and every achievement. And I mean that, I don't care how small it is. Every time you tick a task off your list, celebrate it, reward yourself. It could be getting your nails done or even an episode of your favourite Netflix programme. You know, just remind yourself that you are now one step closer to your goal. It will help to boost your confidence along the way. So tip number four is get comfortable with failure. When trying something new, mistakes are inevitable. Walt Disney's former newspaper editor told him he lacked imagination before he went on to create the Disney we all know and love. Stephen King's first book, Carrie, was rejected 30 times and James Dyson had 5,126 failed prototypes before inventing the new, the now iconic Dyson Bagless Hoover and bagging himself a net worth of around $4.5 billion. Mistakes, as uncomfortable as they are, are necessary if we are to achieve our goals. As Oprah Winfrey, who was fired from her first TV anchor job, says, there is no such thing as failure. Failure is just life trying to move us in another direction. Okay, so tip number five, be mindful of negative self-talk. It's hard not to give ourselves a hard time whenever we do something wrong, but this only serves to knock our self-confidence and help us become self-fulfilling prophecies. If we tell ourselves we're stupid and that we're going to fail anyway, it just makes it easier to give up when the going gets tough. Ask yourself this, if your friend was on a diet 
and on a night out they slipped up and ate a donut, would you tell them how useless they are? That they suck and that they should give up now because they're never going to lose anyway? Of course you wouldn't. That would be totally unacceptable and unkind. Instead, you'd tell them that it's just a little slip and encourage them to keep going. So why do we find it so easy and acceptable to treat ourselves that way? Whenever you catch yourself in negative self-talk, remind yourself of another time when you started something new, say driving lessons. Remember how you had to think about every tiny move. Check your mirrors, indicate, change gear, move your feet whilst constantly looking around for hazards. It all seemed so overwhelming at the time, didn't it? But now you do all those things without even thinking about it. Be your own best friend and tell yourself that you've got it. Number six, don't compare your journey to others. Now, this was something that I was hugely guilty of in the past. But I thought, you know, we're all on different journeys with different starting points and access to different resources. And besides, we don't always get to see the challenges that others face behind closed doors, especially when it comes to social media. Comparison is the thief of joy and success. And so the, pe so the only person that I want you to compare yourself to is the you prior to embarking on this new path. I think you'd be pleasantly surprised by just how far you've come. Okay, number seven, play to your strengths. Now, this is what I was talking about earlier. One of the reasons like, I decided to completely restart everything was because I wasn't happy with how things were going. Like I said, I had not long started the podcast, but it just didn't feel right to me. I would find myself waffling through the episodes and my message was getting lost in the delivery. You know, my mind can get a little scattered sometimes and I would find myself going on off on a tangent. But I didn't want to give up the podcast because not everyone has the time to read long posts. And so I had to rethink how I could continue delivering my message, but also still give value. So writing for me has always been a passion of mine and I think I'm pretty good at it. It really helps me to get my thoughts organised so that the delivery is a lot smoother. And so I pivoted and I decided to blog first and podcast second. Really think of a way that you can incorporate your strengths into your passion. And you will find that not only will it make it a lot more enjoyable, but it will also be easier for you in the long run. Okay, tip number eight, dealing with judgment from others. You may find your friends and family try to discourage you or even ridicule you for chasing your dreams. And this can be for a number of reasons. Consider what their motives are. It may be that their own beliefs and fears that are causing them to worry for you. You know, in this case, thank them for their concern, but just say to them, I'd really appreciate your support. In certain cases, it may be that your growth is making them uncomfortable. If they are family, sometimes we just have to accept this and do our best to ignore their complaints. But if they are friends and they are making you feel bad for choosing to pursue your dreams, it may be time to consider whether they are meant to be part of this chapter in your life. 
I'll quote Lisa Nichols here since she says it so well. Sometimes you have to be willing to let go of something old to grab on to something new. You have to be willing to let a part of you die that you used to be comfortable with in order for another part of you to be born. Love that. So sometimes we just have to be okay with others not liking this new version of ourselves. Stop putting your needs last in order to make others feel comfortable. Tip number nine is give yourself a powerful why. When things get tough, you need a powerful reason to keep going. Something that's going to pick you up when you fall, that's going to keep pushing you forward when you'd rather spend an extra hour in bed. You know, write that reason down. Cut out pictures that remind you of it and stick them in places where you'll see them every day. And finally, number 10 is envision your future. Um, and I'm not just talking about when you've reached your goal. I'm talking about more in the moment kind of times. You know, if you find something particularly uncomfortable and you are considering putting it off, imagine two scenarios. So first of all, imagine the disappointment and the sadness you will feel about yourself. If you don't do it, imagine how you're going to feel afterwards when the, you know, say the event is over. Um, and then imagine the sense of achievement you will feel if you do. So that, that is my 10 tips. And all I will end with is that we only have one shot at life and we deserve to live it fulfilling our purpose and our passion. You know, imagine what your life will be like if you don't give up. Anyway, I hope that you like the new style blog, the new social media, if you go and take a look at that. Yeah, so thank you for taking time out of your day to come and spend with me and listen to this podcast. Have an awesome day.